All right, welcome to Podcast Idea episode 15. Today we are joined by Kian. Yes. Ye- yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, Kian is a good friend of mine. And um, first, I'll let you just explain who you are. Uh, hi, I'm Kian. I'm, uh, I've graduated from Witwelska. I met Nick through school. And we connected through, like, we have similar, like, we're both interested in entrepreneurship and business and that kind of stuff. I've been gone for like six months now, so like Nick launched his podcast while I was gone, I think. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it was September. Yeah, so when I came back, I was really interested in it, and we just talked, and it was like, yeah, hop on. Yeah, so uh, I actually wanted to ask you how this experience was. So like, first of all, how was it the, going away? So just explain to us, where did you go, why did you go, and uh, for how long? So basically, I went to Syria for six months, it's been right now. Mm -hmm. The experience itself was uh, pretty nice, actually, because, I mean, I'm half Syrian and half Persian. I've lived in Syria before, of course, but I went back and I worked with my family because they have their own companies. Okay. So I was there learning pretty much about, like, how to run a business, how to sell, how to market, how to actually, like, the regulations, how the process, etc., uh huh. So, so which business did you work in? Uh, I worked in my uncle's business at first, which was uh, like a sauce company. Okay, sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah you told me about that because um, when I first texted you, I, I asked for like uh, topic ideas because I I didn't know everything you did. Yeah. So you told me about working at a sauce factory. So tell me about that. What was that? Uh, the sauce factory was actually interesting because. When it comes to like food, there's a lot of regulations and a lot of things you have to do, like mm-hmm. preparations when you want to sell, because like stuff has to be like, I don't know if this is the right word for it, but like clean. Yeah, yeah, of you course. You know what I mean? Like, especially when it comes to food and yeah. like uh, disinfected kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's clean. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Clean. Yeah. So you have people coming to check your stuff like from the government every once in a while uh-huh so and like they, inspectors yeah that. inspectors yeah, okay. yeah exactly so when they yeah. come it's it's weird because i don't know if i should be saying this but like there's a lot of uh what is it called like uh, in syria it's a lot of corruption uh-huh so when they come they don't really care about the inspecting stuff they want to okay. get paid but since we have like we're sure of our company's like cleanliness and everything being clean, we usually like we don't pay them. We're just like, yeah, take whatever you want, inspect it, and give it back uh-huh. to us. Well, you would see other companies, for example, just be like, okay, whatever, let's pay it. It's like what a hundred crowns, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's um, honesty as well, right? Exactly. That that's good. And then uh, the experience itself was weird because the way businesses are ran there, it's uh-huh. it's different. Like, you know how you have competitors? Sure. Uh, I think that's good for the market itself. But at the same time, when your competitor is trying to, like, bully you because he has a bigger market and he's been in the market for longer. Okay, so, like, using what? Did you take economics? Before? Yeah, I, yeah, I took economics. Uh, like, economics of scale, right? No, it, of scale. It, it wasn't actually about, like, business-wise. It was more, like, law-wise. Okay. So yeah. they were making so like patents fa- and uh, exactly, uh-huh. and they were making false accusations about our products being unclean, unedible, uh-huh. etc. So our like basically our stuff got pulled away from the market for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, that's because that's the way 
like the big markets in Syria are ran by a few people who have been in the market for long and have a big market and big uh, investment, basically. Okay, so, but what did you actually do in the sauce factory? Like, did you work with the sauces? Did you do more of office work? What was I it? I actually done everything in the... Okay. I've tr I tried everything in the factory. Like, I worked with everything. I worked with getting the products, like, you know, sauces, you need special ingredients. I went down and ordered ingredients, etc. I bought... Like for mayonnaise, for example, you need oil. So I bought the yeah, oil overseas and shipped it and stuff. Uh huh. And then I worked in the factory making sauce. Oh, shit. And I also actually did marketing, like taste testing. You know, when you go like I took uh -huh. a team of people and we made like taste testing in several areas like malls, shopping centers, etc. Okay. So so like the ones you see in like supermarkets, like people yeah. giving out. Yeah, okay. exactly. Exactly. And uh, I also worked in the office with like Excel sheets, arranging uh -huh. so stuff. More like um, the books, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I get it. And uh, from that experience solely, what do you think you can say you've learned? I've actually learned that like, it really depends on what you want to do and like what actually wait i can phrase this better <laughs> sure it's i've learned like you got to be patient when you're like working at a uh -huh. business because there's a lot of like things that happen that go wrong and you can't just be like oh well f damn my like let's quit we can't work with yeah it. of course it doesn't happen like yeah uh, it's, overnight it's not a fast process like Right now, the company is doing all right, but of course, it's like within the first year, so you're going to expect losses, you know? Sure. So what I've learned is like by look, and you got to be patient with workers at the factory. Mm -hmm. Like patience is a virtue. That's pretty much what I've <laughs> yeah. learned in, in, by working, you know? Okay. And uh, how could you apply that to like other businesses or other ideas you might have in the future? Well, patience wise, patience wise, patience wise, you got to be patient on workers and you got to be patient on your own project. Of course, like, let's say, for example, Gary V, uh -huh. like he's like, yeah, we, we both, we always talk about him here in the, yeah. in the program, but yeah. Yeah. Like, for example, let's talk about Gary V. Like he's, he pushes patience, you know, he mm -hmm. tells you like, sure, you're, let's say 20, you have fucking, sorry, I don't know if I should be yeah, swearing. Yeah, you can swear. Yeah, he he says like you have sixty more years to make it. Yeah, yeah. Like why are course. you in a hurry? Yeah, you know? yeah, he's like enjoy the process of it. No, but I I, I agree. Yeah, I agree because like you, if you really think that it's gonna happen overnight, you're gonna end up not doing it. It's the same thing with per perfection, which he also says it. Yeah, H have you heard the the quote? Perfectionism. Is, I I haven't heard the quote. The skies no. of insecurity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's a good one because like if you think about it. It's true because like people, they try to perfect something and then they use, if they can't do it, they use that as an excuse not to do, right? Yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah, because like actually my, I had a talk with my uncle, for example, a while ago. Yeah. It was about this because I was really unmotivated to work anymore. Uh huh. He was like, you can't be like this, you know? He's like, I don't accept it for you. I'm <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's like, well... If you're going to quit now, who are you going to be in like 10 years? He's like, whenever you want to quit, just think, I have planned this for 10 years. I have this plan for 10 years. I can't mm -hmm. quit right now. It's all about the long run. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so talking about entrepreneurship, 
I wanted to know your definition for it. If you personally, not nothing about like Gary V or anything like yeah. that. If you had to define entrepreneurship and uh, being an entrepreneur, how would you do it? That's a hard question. I man. know it's a hard <laughs> question, but how would you do it? Well, I think entrepreneurship is about passion. Like, okay. I, I think I don't define it as passion. I think it's just like going after your passions. Like if let's say you don't want to work for someone, but you it's art in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Entrepreneurship is pretty much like art. It's expressing sure. yourself through business and through making and doing what you love. Uh -huh. That's my definition of entrepreneurship. And what was your other question? Sorry. And, uh, and being an entrepreneur, which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think like entrepreneurship is all about being yourself. Like, okay. It's about, but let, let's say, uh, if I'm playing devil's advocate here, if, uh, if being myself is being an employee under someone else, yeah, then that's not entrepreneurship, but I'm still being myself. Yeah, that's true. But what I'm, what I'm trying to uh -huh. say, like, I think you get what I mean, but I, I just do get through, what you yeah. mean. I'm just trying to push. Yeah, it yeah. What I mean is like being yourself. Let's say you love, let's say instruments, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna make uh -huh. some application that has all the instruments in it, and I I can teach it to everybody. Okay, that could be a form of entrepreneurship, like building something or recreating something that's already there and making it better because you're interested mm -hmm. in that topic. Because one definition or one aspect that i heard though that could be key to entrepreneurship that i didn't think of it before was the way that you are not satisfied only doing one thing so for example if i start my a company like this one yeah right? if i started it i'm not i'm not just happy doing this yeah i get you yeah so to be an entrepreneur you you have to be unhappy so you have to want to move to the next thing yeah i i not, not i know what you time, mean but you you know what i mean right like it's being like you're not satisfied by doing just one thing you want to do many things at the same time exactly yeah do you think that's a key aspect and why i do because as an entrepreneurship like if there's a difference between an entrepreneur and a businessman right okay like a businessman builds one business or a couple of businesses and moves on with it while an entrepreneur he's a person who keeps getting ideas and works on them and like more about the creative side. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, it's being I do creative. Uh-huh. I do agree. Uh, let's see what else did I put here? Uh, why do you enjoy this concept? Entrepreneurship. Yeah. Like and do you think it fits for who you are and why if you had to like look back to your past? The reason I've I've known I've I want to be an entrepreneur. Like, I didn't know what it was when I was young, but sure. I've known I wanted to be something like this since a very young age. I would say, like, about four or five. Uh-huh. Because I've always been interested in, like, building something um, for me, myself, and, uh -huh. like, being proud of it. Great. Like, for example, a good example of it is back in Finland. I think it was, like, in 2006 or seven. Because you were born in Finland. Yeah. Right? I was born and raised in Finland up until 2010. Okay. So back in 2006 or 2007, there was this garage sale going on uh -huh. and I didn't have anything to sell. I had like 10 euros in my pocket. So I just went around buying stuff and then I sold it for like a better price. But oh, like, like flipping it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like flipping. So and I didn't have anything with me and I just sold it at the garage sale. Like the one thing I remember buying was 
this uh, Japanese fan, you know, the big ones, uh-huh. the ones that are like uh, decorations. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. So I, I had bought, mean. I had bought one of those fans for like a euro and I had sold it for like 10. Uh-huh. I was like, damn, I love this thing. Like, yeah. You I know, know. Uh-huh. so so uh, like, how old were you when you? I was like, kind of found found out, five or six maybe. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was really yeah. young. That's young, yeah. Yeah, and then like maybe four or five years ago, I started like I came across Gary V, and I was like, this guy is pretty cool. Like, I've read a lot of like books about entrepreneurship and stuff. Sure, but I don't like. It's like, it's not that enjoyable for me, like the books you mean. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, they're very similar, not all of them, but uh-huh. a lot of them are very similar in the aspect of you got to do this, 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 and this, but like, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's more like, first you have to learn from experience. Yeah. And second, you have to do it. Otherwise, like, what's the point? Yeah. More than anything else, it's not about reading about it. Exactly. Like you can have all the information in the world if you're not pushed enough to do it then it's yeah what's the point do it yeah uh yeah i feel like motivation is a very big thing that we've been talking about it for a long time here in the podcast as well okay what else uh i want to talk about some ideas with you and trying ideas and what the process is for you so you told me about many ideas you've had yeah so before you tell me what those were and how you went about making them how do you how do you approach a new idea cuz i've heard from many people that like ideas are well to quote casey neistat now ideas are common and ideas are are easy the the problem is executing those ideas exactly right so how how do you pick an idea that you've had and actually do it i've had this thing actually like it was actually this summer also like i was home and it was like 2 in the morning I was like, I'm going to write down all the ideas I have okay, in like a list and then put like the top five that I'm very interested in and I want to do. And then the others, I'm not even going to think about them. Mm-hmm. So when I have those five, I'm like, okay, these five are very good ideas that I'm passionate about and I want to do them. So these ones, I'll start planning, execute them, etc. But about the executing part, it's more about just starting immediately. Okay, and not really planning much. Yeah, like just do whatever you can for the time being. And like during the process, you'll learn and you'll execute more and do stuff. So you like instead of planning it and then going, you start it and then you fix the issues you have. Exactly. Because I personally, at least, I don't know, like this works for me. But personally, when I'm doing something... I'd rather like make mistakes during sure than like make mistake from the beginning be like oh this is hard this is harder and this cuz one step at a time like I'll fix this I'll fix that and eventually we'll get there you know uh-huh yeah yeah I totally agree cuz that's how it worked for me as well yeah. cuz I I knew what I had to do but I and also like especially with like my biggest project that I've had which was th- this one right the podcast uh, no, or the, the Ace of Hearts. Hearts. Yeah. How's that going? Uh, uh, yeah, just as a segue, I, I talked about this in the podcast, but like I haven't been working on it very much because I, again, I want to move on. Yeah. I learned a lot, but it wasn't that successful. Yeah. Right. 
So I, I want to move on and I'm not quitting it. I'm just putting it to the side at least for a For a while. now, yeah. It could become something else. Yeah, yeah, I understand, yeah. Okay, so for that, sorry, what was, what was I talking about again? Damn, this is embarrassing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, sorry, I lost my thread. Uh, uh, yeah, entrepreneurship, how you were... Uh, <laughs> it was about... The ideas. Yeah. So, for... Shit, I actually completely lost myself here. No, I, I, uh, I know where you were. You were talking about like ideas, how you did it. For example, with Ace of Hearts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, for that one, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no worries. I, before I actually opened it, it, there was a big period, like three months that I was working on it, but not, it had not been rele released. So I wouldn't count it as planning because I was making it, but it wasn't ready to start yet. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah, the, there yeah. is a difference as well between the planning aspect and the doing the backend yeah. aspect. So that's just the point that I was trying to make. Yeah. That's it. Okay, so tell me about the ideas you've had. Like the, the first one I remember was the the thing for the energy one, right? Yeah. The plug. So I, tell me what it was. I had a idea that was like it was about you know making a power bank built inside a wall plug. Like okay. It was kind of yeah. like a, a lithium based mm -hmm. you know power bank with that was like this big maybe that sure. would go inside a wall and. That could charge overnight, you know, if you don't have electricity or you, you don't have electricity yeah. and you have power outages, that charges during the time there is electricity. And when you don't have electricity, you have a plug that works. Yeah, I get it. So uh, why did you think of that? The reason I that did important? that was actually, this is the interesting part because I've been living in Syria since 2011. Okay. Till 2015, 16. I don't know. Uh-huh. But there I witnessed like 12 hours a day without electricity or 16 hours a day in some areas, you know. So when you're there, you're thinking like, damn, I don't have electricity. My, my phone's about to run out or like, Shit. I don't, we can't do this. We can't do that. Our TV is not on, you know. Uh huh. So we're, then I was like, why doesn't someone like find a solution for that? Like, mm -hmm. why can't we just like, there is solutions like generators, but let's say generators cost a lot and they take a lot of like fuel they consume yeah, a lot of fuel uh, you're first you have the electricity coming from the the outlet when it's on right yeah. but then uh you have to use a generator and use another source of energy yeah exactly of course it's going to be more expensive so it's and you know syria is like a poor country yeah like most most of the people are below the poverty line sure so this could be like a cheap fix like not that cheap but it's much cheaper than having a generator and yeah, of course. fuel. Like it would cost maybe like two, three hundred crowns mm -hmm. per per outlet, sure. or like per yeah. yeah it's a know? lot cheaper than what having a generator. Yeah, all the time. Oh yeah, that was my phone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. All right. So how'd that go? So uh, you when you first told me you were moving back to Syria, you told me that you were going to work on that first yeah. under your uncle. So how did that work out? Well, What's the story behind it? The story behind it is I actually went and we we had worked on it a bit. And my uncle is an engineer, so he knows okay. how to do this kind of stuff. After a while, I had like, like I read somewhere that it had already been done. 
Sure. Like I had seen before, but it hadn't been done, but it had come into the market in Syria, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like a Chinese company that had made it. Okay. And during that time, I wasn't even close to being done. So I was like, I'm going to put this to the side for now. Like I didn't completely quit it, like you said, but... J- just the same as I, I yeah, did with my project. Exactly. Yeah, I, I was it. like, but right now, this isn't... Like I have, I can focus on something more important for me right now. Yeah. Like that's a cool idea, but I like, I don't want to be doing this all the time because it was very energy like drawing. Yeah, I get it. Because it's, it, it was like, it wasn't the idea in your head is very easy, but then the executing, like I said, it's very hard because you have to yeah. make shapes, find how you're going to fit the lithium batteries inside, etc. So it was a long process. So during that time. I was talking to one of my friends who lives actually in Sweden, in Halmstad. Okay. And we, he had a, they had a game, which interested me. They had this, like this summer challenge where you would have to do things that challenged you. Okay. And you got points and they had bet money over it. Whoever has the most points at the end of the summer wins all the money. It was like 5,000 or something. Okay. So like what type of things? Like... Things that you found hard, like one of them, or like learning a new skill. Uh huh. Like well, one that, of them. That's an awesome idea. Yeah, like I was actually because I was down in Hamstad in the summer for a while. I was like, damn, that's that's a nice like game you guys are doing. Yeah, cool. So one of them actually learned how to play the guitar over over the summer. Oh shit! Yeah. So like, how how did you attribute the points? Like learning a guitar, uh, like learning the guitar. Whatever. Is that like one point. They were five thousand points. They were like sitting together every weekend because they had okay. it on a week week basis. You know, like uh-huh. who gets one point? So it's one point for the win of the week. Ah, okay. So who did the the best thing of the week? Exactly. Uh, no, but they had many points. You can get like twenty thousand points a week. Okay. You know. Okay. But a, the win a week was one point. Sure. You know what I mean? Like during the week, you can get a lot of points, but it's one point at the end. Okay. So what they were doing was, let's say working out was like 1,500 points. Sure. They had that at a set standard. And then they had like one that was a question mark that had like zero to 20,000 points, which was the the most important thing, which was like doing the very hard, like let's say one of them has trouble talking to girls, right? So this guy goes... His challenge is, I'm going to go talk to, like, this girl, and I'm going to ask her for a number, or I'm not going to ask her for her number and just get better at social. Okay, so, like, yeah. uh, you work on it either way, but, like, through different exactly. ways. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I don't know who won, actually, but it was... <laughs> It it was crazy to see them because they were really competitive all the time. So, so what were the things that they actually accomplished? One of them is now working out every day. Okay. Literally, like he got into the habit of working out every day. One of them is in a band that plays guitar. They're actually in IB oh, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like they're... And one of them, like, he fucking glowed up. Like, he just changed completely. Really? Yeah, like, bro, he got very stylish. He got very social. He got... He's oh, working nice. out. Like, they all benefited from it. Like, And you? What happened to you? I wasn't in the game. I was like, let oh, me no. in the game. They were like, nah. Wait, really? <laughs> Shit. Oh, no. I thought you were in the game. <laughs> no, I was Damn. I was. I was kind of like the judge. I was like, yeah, that deserves this many points. Oh, shit. This doesn't. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that sucks, though. I, I want to make that. Yeah, it, do it, that. it would be fun, man. You could do cast for that, too, you know? Yeah, whatever. But like, people always ask me like about this show. 
Um, I don't know. I think I told what CAS was before, but it's extracurricular stuff that you have to do for our program. Okay. Uh, everyone always asks me, like, do you do it for CAS? And I say, I don't, and I don't care. I'm done, <laughs> I'm done with like my CAS project. It's fine. And uh, it's not the point. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Because like, you just use it as an excuse to have to do it, and then it yeah. becomes a chore. But I've seen many people like turn CAS projects into like businesses. Oh, I've heard that? of many people do that. Yeah. But I know, I get what you mean. Like a lot of people hate CAS and I would hate doing something for CAS because then I'm going to always have that interpretation like, oh, damn, I do this for CAS. Or, or I have to do this. Yeah. Like, like this I have is to like do a this chore. No, I want to do that because, yeah, because I want to do that. Because you like it, you know, yeah. it's, you're passionate about it. I get it. Yeah. So that's the point. But I want to do that. Actually, it's a great idea. And anyone that, that's watching, if you want to do it with me great you We're should do it it's you you grow from that yeah. Yeah, yeah you get like okay, huge so growth. what are the rules the rules are basically there's i, I don't know actually the full rules because i was okay, there okay, for okay. like just list them like loose one of them was like there's like a limit of points you can get okay so do, so someone doesn't cheat and go like work out 12 times a day you know he can be like yeah i was at the gym for 12 hours you have sure. you can work out you get I think for working out, you can only get max four times a week, even though you go more. Mm -hmm. But you can only get the point four times a week. Okay. And uh, you guys decide on what challenges are like. And then you have like the surprise challenge that ha you can okay. get the most so points out of. So it's the question mark that you told Yeah, exactly. Okay. And that one is like doing something very hard. Like it depends. Uh, you guys decide with each other how many points that deserves. Okay. But like... You, without an ego or you know like you guys have to be honest with each sure, other sure sure yeah. i get it because at the end of the day it's the rule also for the money was the money had to go for something good like together like going on a trip together or okay you know like That's at nice. the end of the yeah. day the money comes back to you but one guy decides what to do with it uh -huh. okay yeah that's even better but yeah yeah, yeah. great so things don't get heated you know like uh -huh. oh my money <laughs> this that <laughs> shit all right so tell me Getting back to ideas. Yeah. The other ideas you've had. I've had... Yeah, I was... Th uh, this well, was actually for, First the ones you've done. Like, let's do chronological order. The first ones I had in mind... No, like from after the the one, the power bank. On power the bank one. I actually... Right now, I've been interested in making like an application. Sure. And yeah. like, I've started on researching uh -huh. this... So the application is basically Tinder for non-horny people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, if I can put it in like okay, a summary. Okay. Explain, explain. So basically there's very little, very much people or very many people complaining about Sweden's anti-socialness. Sure. And how hard it is to integrate and make friends, especially like for people who don't go to school, who are working okay. or studying, etc. Then it's like... I looked at it one day. I was on Facebook, actually. You know, the Facebook groups for, like, uh, rentals and apartments and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like for uh, the marketplace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people complaining, like, they, do, they don't have friends and they have, they're becoming depressed because of those. I was like, and it's hard to go outside and talk to people yeah, out of, of nowhere for like some people. The, I guess the, the whole mood here is, like, you don't have to talk to me. Yeah, it's personal space, basically. It's yeah, like, I get it. Take your personal space and, like, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so how, how do you plan to fix that? So, basically, the app is you list your interests, like, when you sign up. Okay. And then this is, like, a random event organizer. So, it lists mm -hmm. people 
with similar interests and similar backgrounds. Well, not necessarily backgrounds, but like interests and what they like to do, etc. Okay, and you told me it was groups of people. Groups right? of people, yeah. Like, f let's. You, it can be two. It can be depending if you want to meet one person or you want to have a group hangout like ten. But I'm focusing on the group part because I think people want to make as many friends as possible. Especially yeah, when they're in that zone. you mean like a group of friends that goes in the app and then find another group of friends? Or individual people that find a group of friends? Individual people that find indiv other individuals who are grouped uh -huh. together, you know? Okay, I get it. So like that, you don't have any anxiety of meeting other people because everyone is in the or same... Like two different. Yeah. If they're two different, I get it. Because at the end of the day, you're meeting like people you don't know and people who uh -huh. don't know each other in general so like everybody's in the same situation as you you know because yeah, when you first told me i thought you actually meant that you went there with a group of friends so you wouldn't have anxiety and then you found another group of friends for example. no that uh the thing is i have something similar to that and it's in the subcategory in the app right uh-huh so that would be like i'm planning on having like a party finder in the app you know uh -huh. like on a friday okay. night like a house party okay you know sure where it's like organized like let's say these people bring this stuff these people bring that stuff oh, that's nice yeah yeah because here man people always complain about clubs and stuff and uh -huh. here the security guards at clubs aren't very nice no okay to most people <laughs> okay everybody who isn't swedish but yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so it's the app i'm trying to make is to fix that like uh -huh. fix anti-socialness not just in sweden but like in yeah, the nordic countries well. Interna at yeah. first nordic countries then internationally because i feel like the scandinavian countries especially have this problem in common okay of uh be people being anti-social not meeting people a lot especially finland or i mean from my experience finland and sweden okay and for example, for people that don't want to go alone or or like are afraid of meeting other people, how, how you could you go that? with a friend, of course. Yeah. Like it's it's not limited to like you can make friends on the app, you know. Like you can add them as friends. Okay. And you can like take your friend with you if he signs up uh -huh. also, or if he doesn't sign up. It's not. But I it's feel not like, like Tinder day. You go. You have to go. You, alone yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah. You can take a friend with you. You can take this. But the thing is with this app, it's kind of like you need. There's a lot of laws you need to follow. Okay. Okay. So t tell me about those laws. For example, like I'm not sure of the laws. That's the thing that like I've just researched a bit of it, and it's like I'm like wow, like because it can become dangerous, you know. Sure. Of course. You can find you don't know who the people are who are coming. So mm. to fight that, I'm I think we're gonna need to have like a background check or like ID picture to like confirm this person is safe yeah uh, okay i get it and uh, one thing i was thinking about as well that i told you before was that so you're grouping people together in like the same group right yeah what if you you want people to meet other people with different interests so so it's more varied right you can of course do so, that because so what's the plan with that the plan with that is also like there's going to be many subcategories, right? Like sports, let's say hangouts, partying, uh, bars, restaurants, okay. dining, you know? And it can be throughout the day. Like let's say there's people who just want to go eat together or mm -hmm. you just want to go eat, right? So you just put on the like uh, search, sure, dining, and it just shows you nearby restaurants okay. with people who want to go there and you guys go together. 
So you can, during the day, let's say, choose like, okay, I feel like going for a drink at the bar, for example. Let's see okay. who's interested. And then you go with that group. It's not just limited to your interest, but I feel like the interest part is more about grouping people who want to meet other people for the long term, you know? Uh-huh. I get it. Because it's it. easier to be friends with someone who's interested in the same things as you and keep like conversations going and stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, guys. Yeah, this is me from the future. I'm editing the video right now. And I just found out that the end of the video, we filmed about six more minutes. It's gone. Like I, I lost it. Because we were. Uh, I just got this new camera and I was using it. I was using a new program as well. And the program just failed, so I used a backup that I was filming as well, so that one just didn't film the last six minutes. So just to summarize, we, we pretty much talked about Kian moving and just living abroad and uh, what's next for him, which is uh, go, maybe going back to Finland as well. And that, that's about it. But I had a great conversation with him, so I wanted to keep that in the video and keep this video and to everyone Merry Christmas this video will probably be posted on the 24th so yeah I'll see you guys later and for those who are listening yeah I'm sorry about that as well but yeah see ya